Welcome everyone, this is the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's 30, if you can't count, that's 31 movies celebrating the greatest genre of them all, the greatest experimentational platform of them all, the greatest young filmmaker discoverer of them all. It is horror, 31 days coming at you. Look out, ghouls and ghosts, it gets spooky. Alright everyone, coming out of that intro hot, this is what I call the telethon portion of the podcast. This is where I pitch myself to you for your support. Your support means everything to me because we're, we're, we're fighting. The AKA Pad Army is fighting against algorithms everywhere algorithms I, I ate some cereal earlier today i dumped it into my bowl and it was full of algorithms okay bad joke all right sharing this podcast telling your friends about it leaving comments leaving reviews this is how we grow aka pads audio audacity your support there is more valuable than than than, than anything other than like a high five in person because i'd love a high five in person AKA Patters, thank you for joining me. Here it is, lucky day 13 for 31 Days of Dread. We're, we're doing a little bit of a sequel block. Yesterday was Forever Purge. That, yeah, like I really enjoyed that I, for like as deep into the series as Forever Purge was or is. It's significant. It's such a um, evolution of that story. Very enjoyable to me. Not much of a purge movie, as as I stated a few times, but it's it moves things forward, um, putting things um, like story wise in a very interesting place. Looking forward to it. Does Quiet Place to do the same? So if we look at the purge, and we look at Aliens, and we even look at Scream Two, Freddy Krueger Two, Freddy's Revenge. All of those sequels do something that Quiet Place 2 does not. It takes us into the mythology. It takes us a little bit deeper into the understanding of what's happening. Th- this is very evident in Freddy's Revenge, which has been retroed into like a weird LBGTQ movie. Like, very odd. But we'll talk about that later. Quiet Place 2. I'm, I'm watching this freaking movie. Beautiful, beautiful looking movie. Shot by Polly Morgan, who hasn't done anything cool <laughs> until this movie. Okay, she's been DP for like 10, 11 years. Television, TV, she, she's a DP'er. But this movie looks fantastic. This movie has um, incredible like emotion. Good acting. The kids are awesome. The direction. The writing. It's all there. It's all there. And what do we have? We just have another quiet place. So so it's like the idea. It's it's a little bit of, of a hangover Austin Powers. It, it, this is almost more philosophically. The position of the movie is more similar to a comedy sequel 
than it is to a horror slash mythology sequel. And why is one good and one bad? When we approach our sequels like they're comedies, we just want to give the audience more of the same. Now, that doesn't mean that it cannot be an element, but Quiet Place 2 gives us more of Quiet Place 1. It opens, it opens with this flashback titled Day 1, and you're like, oh, here we go. Like, they're, they're going to bring us up into the, the, the first movie, and we're just going to see more of these aliens. We're going to see more of how they operate. Are they hive mentality? What are they really doing? Let's answer some of these questions. And no, <laughs> the opening of this movie is fantastic. It's literally the best part of this movie, the first like 15 minutes. And then it gets into sequel mode. And we're dealing with what I call sensory horror. There's Quiet Place, there's Hush, there's there's um, Bird Box, right? There's a run of these movies where we have to subtract one of our senses because the uh, monster is heightened by that missing sense or operates through that missing sense, which is okay. It's okay. We can do things with this because it's easy tension. I mean, like this movie's tense. That's why they're fun to watch. They're tense. You're, you're just like, the whole time, the whole time you're like that, but we have a sequel. Okay, we need to know more, and and that's it's a position. I was hoping in this movie to know exactly not not exactly because they are aliens, they are monsters, but to have a little bit of an idea of what they're doing because they just seem to be killing. They're not killing humans for a food source; they're just killing humans. Or killing anything. So are they kind of like Venom? Are they just so like you know like are they they just travel throughout the universe in like spore like comets and just like kill and absorb? I don't know. And I do feel like it hurts the movie because we really have no idea. So if we get Quiet Place three, here's the problem, and this is why. We do the dance. So the Purge did it perfectly with Purge Anarchy and Purge Election Year, which is we doubled down on like these personal beefs as our character-driven stories. And then we we put those beefs within the Purge. So we got to see more Purge. And then, like, you know, eventually you have to drift away from that. But if The Purge 2 was another home invasion movie, just like Purge 1, we wouldn't look forward to Purge 3. We just wouldn't. It's just it's not the way that goes. Quiet Place 3 is now expected to be like Quiet Place 1 and 2, which is more of the same thing. And this is where anticipation wanes. This is how you like it whittles down. Now, if you look at the Alien franchise, like the Alien franchise, including AVP, Aliens vs. Predator, even the Predator sequels, there is this inherent 
idea in all of those movies. It's a part of their DNA now. It's the reason why Prometheus and Alien Covenant are light and day. The sequels make the bet that you want more of the monster. And to make the movie interesting, we're going to put the monster in a different setting every single time. It's in the past. It's in the future. It's on Earth. It's on a spaceship. It's it's on this crash plane. It, it's fighting Marines. So the Terminator movies never did that. The Terminator movies failed to get into the mythology enough to keep our interest for the next one. It really did. I mean, Terminator 2 forwarded the mythology and then essentially the Terminator mythology stops with Judgment Day. And everything else milks Judgment Day at the teat. That's why the Terminator movies are very frustrating. Where Terminator Salvation was pretty much their shot to go all the way, all in on their own with little baby references. But, you know, like, and these things can be designed. They can be mapped out. They can be thought about. Now, movies are giant productions and they're complicated. And it's all of this stuff. And people have to make an investment and they have to make their money back. And these are some of the decisions that are sometimes like a good short-term gain. Quiet Place 2, 300 milli, awesome. Like you, you like $60 million movie, I think, right? Is, is it 60? It can't be 60. That's a lot of money. Let, let me look that up. What do we got here? What do we got? What's the budget? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, 61 million. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. It just does not look like a 61 million dollar movie. I will say that right now. This is more like a like a 30 million dollar movie. Holy shit. Maybe like 40, maybe like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, you um What was the first one? The first one 17 million. Wow. And, and, and only made fifty million dollars more. Three fifty. Emily Blunt's so good in both of these movies. If they hear you, they hunt you. Awesome. Like here we go. I'm I'm all in. So we do have these like financial decisions. The people who call the shots. Like you know, sometimes like look, look, we gotta cash in. We need more of the same. I get that. I understand it. I back it. But you jeopardize having a franchise versus having a sequel. A quiet place. We should have seen a military response and how a military response would have failed against these creatures. The creatures should um, be bigger. They, you know, like the ones we saw in the first one should be these like baby guys. And the creatures themselves should be giant and deadly. And for like, you know, like a little bit how it escalates in Starship Troopers. Then we have something. We have a embedded mythology that works. So look, people, Quiet Place 2. It's just like Quiet Place 1. So if you want more, watch them back to back. It's awesome. These movies look beautiful. They're well shot, well written, well directed, well acted. Across every single category, these movies hit the spot. 
But the problem is logically, if you can logically absorb what's happening, and it's, I think it's difficult to do that for two movies without more information. Everyone, 31 Days of Dread, a.k.a. Pad here, I love you, rock and roll. And to continue this telethon, we're not talking about high five. There's other ways to support me. I, I'm a living professional. I'm a full-time freelancer. Anything you see on this, like here on this podcast or see my social media, I, I make everything. It's all made by me. That's a part of my pitch to you. And you can purchase professional services through akapad.com. That's a pipeline to me if you want to send me a message. But also while you're there, you can sign up for my newsletter. You're going to get deals. You're going to get coupons. You're going to get two free trading cards mailed to you free worldwide. And they're two Wolfpack trading cards, two original characters, you know, for upcoming comic book work. And speaking of comic books, you can go to Etsy, type in Uzi Susie, and that's where you're going to find my mini comic. You can purchase existing issues and pre-order upcoming issues along with bundles if you missed any like issue one, two, or three or whatever. There, Uzi Susie is waiting for you. And keep an eye on Indiegogo. A lot of my bigger comic book projects will be available through Indiegogo. All of those updates will be here on this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, I'll let you know. We can rock and roll from there. So everyone... Thank you so much, and feel free to reach out to me on social media, aka Pad69, Instagram, and Xbox. That's right, you can play Halo with me. Just straight up aka Pad on Twitter, straight up aka Pad on the Facebook. My business page is there, my personal page is there. Hey, be a personal friend of mine. I don't care. Let's talk movies, let's talk creativity, let's talk fun, and just who cares? Do you like, you know, the Transformer movies? I love them. We can talk about that all night. So meet me there and we'll rock and roll. Let's get talking. We got a movie to discuss.